0: to help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Here's Dr. Leanne.
1: Good morning and afternoon. Thanks for joining. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317 893 2853, 317 893 2853. Or you can always check us out online, schedule an appointment, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That is Greenwood Family Chiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today, we are talking about all question vitamins. Now, most of you know, I'm a very large proponent of prime IV for IV or intermuscular, but this is going to be oral vitamins. I have had a lot of questions recently about when to take vitamins, um, the difference in vitamins, what's the most important, how long do you take them forever? So just a lot of questions that I have been asked a lot recently, so I assume if I've been asked them a lot, then people probably have them a lot. (laughs) It was so interesting, I was was chatting with a gentleman this week, and he was asking me a lot of questions about how I got, I think his, 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 uh, his verbiage was, how'd you get started with all this? And I was like, the IV spa or the chiropractic or what? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, well, the chiropractic is kind of the driving force of all of it. And he was like, but chiropractors don't do this. And I was like, some don't, some do. Um, You know, with here's what happened with um, what we do with kind of the group that we're with the thought process our drive and motivation is that i've never wanted to be a glorified advil to someone i don't claim to have um no exams or no x-rays if you have something neurological go on we're gonna do a comprehensive exam and we're gonna take x-rays in office by the way digital um we're gonna come up with a plan to get down to the root cause of the problem. And oftentimes, you know, there's a research study that was done. It was um, published, uh, University of Chicago, Journal of Human Hypertension, found a specific adjustment to C1 can lower blood pressure better than two medications combined, HCTC and lisinopril. Why? Because it lets the brain communicate. But then someone will come in and get adjusted and they're like, this is doing nothing for my blood pressure. I'm like, well, what did you eat yesterday? Taco Bell three times? Oh, you did Taco Bell for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you're like, "Mm," and you're just, and we can't quite figure out why your blood pressure is still high. And you're like, there is a nutritional aspect, but then someone's like, oh, it's just hereditary. And you're like, is it hereditary? Or is there something going on from like a nervous system standpoint? So it kind of came full circle, right? When we're looking at getting to the root cause of someone's problem. And I'd that's our goal. I don't want to be the glorified Rackem Stackem. I I want to be able to actually come up with a plan, get down to the root cause. So it's always really something that's interesting. Cause then, you know, we you attract who you are. And then people are like, Goodness, like I want to be able to get more down. And so one of the gentlemen I was talking to had just introduced vitamin D. And is on only a couple medication, but he was like, just taking like a little bit more vitamin D has literally changed my life. <laughs> and I'm like, what happens if you are getting all the vitamins? Like, what would that mean? Though that being said, so oftentimes people come in to my office and they're like, listen, I don't want, I don't want all the like chiropractic stuff. I like did it. It didn't work for me. Oh, I had someone just more recently who came in um, that had seizures now mind you like we don't necessarily adjust or treat seizures just like we don't adjust and treat high blood pressure or asthma we address the spine and there is lots of clinical research that shows um and part of science creates anatomy and physiology you have an autonomic nervous system the spine and the exiting nerves controls organs um so people come in and say you know i don't want the chiropractic and so, the patient who came in with seizures more recently, she was like, chiropractic didn't work for me. And I said, well, what, what, what does the structure of your spine look like? And she was like, I have no idea. And I'm like, well, they, they were okay. I said, do you have any um, upper cer- cervical ligament damage? Like, so oftentimes, if there's ligamentous instability, C1 and C2, that atlantoaxial instability we'll see more neurological dysfunctions, like, for example, seizures. And she said, well, no one's ever checked. And I'm like, there's not there's not a vitamin that I can give you that's going to take care of that. Like, I, there's tons of vitamins you should probably be on just because the average person should be on them regardless of what that is. But, you know, we're like I said, we're going to talk a little bit more about what that looks like. Do you need lab work um, in order to take vitamins? What is too much? Just kind of all of a deep dive down into it but still chiropractic spine and nervous system it doesn't matter how many vitamins you take if you're dead it's never going to bring you back to life that power and potential of innate is the most important that being said let's support cells and cellular functions and cellular systems so before we break down in more detail vitamin questions. Let's talk about some news.
0: Dr. Leanne's Health News.
1: Some studies suggest that too much sugar can literally mess with the brain. Health
0: News now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications. Maybe. Today, the average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar a Protesters day. Protesters say they just should not be forced to get this shot, not by the government.
1: Today's Health in the News, EPA proposes a requirement to remove lead pipes from the U.S. water system within 10 years. Now, if you don't know a whole lot about lead and being a problem, neurologically, it's a nightmare. (laughs) Lead exposure, I mean, I think, what was it, like the 70s with lead paint and walls and all the developmental issues and uh, even now, just it's ferocious. anyways so the u.s environmental protection agency also known as the epa is proposing a rule that would require water systems across the country to replace millions of lead service lines within 10 years the rule would accelerate process towards the biden administration goal of removing 100 of lead pipes lead exposure is linked to significant health and developmental problems especially in children the epa proposal said lines must be replaced within 10 years, regardless of the lead level in the tap or other drinking water samples. Additional time could be allowed in certain circumstances for some systems that need complete system-wide line replacement. The Safe Drinking Water Act authorizes EPA to establish regulations for public water systems, and the Lead and Copper Rule was established in 1991 to reduce exposure to lead in drinking water. It was revised in 2021, generally with more detailed and stringent requirements. The new proposal would further strengthen the ways the rules targeted lead in drinking waters by improving how water systems are tested for lead levels and lowering lead action levels, or the threshold that requires the additional compliance activities. Water systems would also have to show consistent progression towards replacing lead pipes, with a minimum of 10% of lead pipes replaced each year, with minimal exception. The EPA can force regulations under the Safe Water Drinking Act with civil penalty or fines. They said, we cannot survive without water. Yet for millions of homes, for millions of children, their water has been delivered by a poisonous straw. This comes from a a pediatrician and clean water advocate. They say experts agree that no amount of lead exposure is safe. Excessive exposure can put adults at higher risk for cancer, stroke, kidney disease, and poor health outcomes. And particularly harmful for children. Even low levels of lead can negatively affect a child's growth and development. And the childhood exposure can lead to long-term harm. This is according to the CDC. We can't see lead in water. We can't taste it. We can't smell it. But it has silently and innocuously diminished the promise of generations of our children. This is, again, uh, a lady who worked in Flint, Michigan, during the city's water crisis. This proposed rule, these improvements, ensure that in a not-so-distant future, there will never be another city around or another child poisoned by their pipes. New lead pipes have been banned in the U.S. since the 1980s, but there's still about 9.2 million lead service lines in the United States. Um, the two states with the highest service line requirement repair are Illinois and Rhode Island, where more uh, than a quarter, quarter or more of the service lines need to be replaced. New Jersey, about yeah, 14% of the lines need to be replaced. Michigan is 11 National average is about 8 um, compliance with the composer rule is estimated to cost billions of dollars, but a cost-benefit analysis prevented with the proposal suggested that the benefit would be four to ten times greater. And the benefits are largely centered around public health prevention. Right. Um, they talk about protecting against IQ loss in children, preventable diseases, death, and more. The benefits are truly priceless. Um, so the Biden administration has dedicated $15 billion to removing lead service lines through the bipartisan infrastructure law. And there are an additional $11.7 billion in general funding available through the Drinking Water State Revolving Fund. Gosh, all these names are always so long. <laughs> that can be utilized for these types of products. They said bottom line is that lead poisoning is preventable. The problem is we can and will solve to save more children and family from facing it. Here's what's really interesting is that one of the articles that I was looking at prior to this, right? So if you're not filtering your water, we say a lot, drink water, drink water, drink water, drink water. Your water needs to be clean. There's no safe amount of lead. But somehow, somehow, we're like, oh, yeah. God, it kind of seems like a lot of work, though. And you're like, yeah, and it's worth it because there's – um an account that I follow on Instagram, but her child was lead poisoned. I think it's like Lead Safe Mama. Give her a little shout out. Um, but she talks about all the products that she actually has and tests for lead. And so what's super interesting is that, not even related, but in recent news, um, there's illnesses linked to lead in applesauce pouches. And so they're trying to figure out like what applesauce pouches are leading to this. And so there's been 57 reported illnesses linked to apple cinnamon fruit purees sold under the Wanabana, Weiss, or Schnucks. I know Schnucks is out in Iowa. Um, the FDA cautioned that recalled products are still on the shelves of several Dollar Tree stores in multiple states. Pouches are also sold at retailers including Amazon, Sam's Club, Schnucks, and Weiss, or Weiss. Again, they talk about lead toxicity to humans, yeah, and effects on people of any age status. Um, just look and you're like, what's the root cause? What's the? and so all of these kids and children, lead is toxic to human, no safe level. Um, it's not typically apparent right away, but can cause developmental delays in children. Initial symptoms of lead poisoning can include head, stomach, um, muscle aches, vomiting, anemia irritability fatigue and weight loss right like how many people are like hey i'm gonna test your kid for lead and most of the time it's not like the hospitals or the primary pcps it's a functional medicine one and you think just something as simple as applesauce you know and all of them say like no sugar added made with real fruit no artificial colors or flavors gluten-free um And as parents, like you feel like you're doing something well for kids, but if they're having to use water in this and they're sourcing the water from lead-based piping, you know, like you see how it's this like big, like where did the lead come from that's literally shutting down our kids' brains, causing developmental delays. It's all of these. And on the flip side of things, then I was looking at an article more recently as well that was research that was actually published back in 2018, and it was the use of N-acetylcysteine as a chelator for metal toxicity, Right, And so N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC or NAC, um, is a chelator. This was, again, published in the Therapeutic Use of N-acetylcysteine in Medicine. They looked at NAC for to chelate toxic metal in 33 animals. Metals that were removed in these studies include mercury, lead, cadmium, aluminum, arsenic, and gold. <laughs> gold in your blood's not good. Um, they talked about 15 human studies were identified uh, overall. Preliminary studies, um, one was a double-blind, placebo-controlled study using NAC in human and lead exposure was promising. And so you're like, hmm, N-acetylcysteine. And you're like, that's that's wonderful. You can get it um, by yourself. I, I know that there's different sources and quality of vitamins, right, which we'll obviously talk about. But what if something like that you were exposed, that your kid ha- did have that, Something as simple as taking a supplementation can actually help with heavy metal toxicity, right? So when we look, there are purposes. Some supplements should be taken forever. Some should not. What about the different quality sourcing? And we'll talk about all of that next.
0: You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. Here's Dr. Leanne.
1: Dreaming of a wild Christmas,
0: just like the ones I used to know. Where those trees are, listen.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leon Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317 893 2853, 317 893 2853, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today we're talking about vitamins. I think it's just, I get a lot of questions about vitamins. Now, this is one where you probably are like, oh, goodness. Is this in relationship to prime IV? And you're like, Meh. no, because we're talking about oral vitamins today. Are there tons of health benefits with IV? Yes. Are there specific compounding standards that everyone <laughs> should uh abide by also yes so here's what's really awesome though i am talking about oral vitamins today so if you're like i am afraid of needles well that's good no one really loves needles unless they're drug addicts and most of them are not coming in seeking extra intravenous vitamins in their veins (laughs) so let's answer some oral vitamin questions one that i get very often is what is the best time to take my vitamins? So your body absorbs and stores nutrients in different ways. It can be considered when if you're taking like a single nutrient supplement or multivitamins. Let's break it down. Here's what's really interesting. This was actually a newer research article that I didn't know about. Okay, let me tell you when I take my vitamins. Let's just start there. Um, so we have something with our office at Greenwood Family Chiropractic called the Essential Pack. The Essential Pack has five vitamins in it. It has a women's multi. It has vitamin D3. It has magnesium glycinate. It has a time-released methylated B-complex. And it has a omega. I gotta think about what the last one was. It has omega. So here's what's really cool about this. When I take them, I take them at night. They're like in a little packet. They're super easy. I just rip them open. I pop them all in. Why do I take them at night, you ask? If we are being honest, I have a bunch of small kids. I guess they're like, they're still small. They're still small. I don't have babies, but they're still small. I am trying to wrangle children in the morning who doesn't have pants on? Who didn't brush their teeth? Why haven't you peed yet? Where are your socks? Is your lunchbox packed? Like all of those things, like I'm just trying to make sure I have pants on when I leave the house. The amount of times that I don't want to admit that I walk into the gym early, early morning and I'm like, do I have pants on? I do have pants on. Okay. Like I don't think I would, but you know, you're like in just this like Chaos. I'm probably like I'm not I'm gonna, but I just I still just double check sometimes, right? So I like one more thing in the mornings for me is just not feasible. uh Lunchtime is kind of hit or miss, right? Like so today I'm doing a one meal a day fast. Why? Because uh, I was working through lunch and I thought I um, had a late night last night. I didn't plan properly, so I didn't pack it. I'm like, oh, I could stop at this place for salad on the way to record and then they were closed for maintenance and then now I was I was already running a little bit late and so I didn't have anywhere out of the way that I had to run so I guess today I am choosing one meal a day um right starting I'm fasting so I'm like what does lunch look like and I'm like I don't really know now with the essential packs I could carry them around but for me it's just part now of my evening routine so for example like after dinner or whatever my husband and I hang out and I'm like okay I'm gonna go to bed so I get my water I make sure my water is filled. I do a doorknob locking check, make sure all the lights are turned off. Um, And then I grab it, take it with a sip of my water, and then I go wash my face, brush my teeth, take my contacts out, and I go to bed. Like It's just part of my bedtime routine now. Uh, Though that being said, interestingly enough, I had noticed before that when I would take the essential pack, that um, I felt like I slept better, and I was like, that's really interesting. So I didn't take it for a couple days, and I didn't really sleep as good, and then I took it again, and then I slept good, and I'm like, hmm. So my thought process was more so that um, the magnesium that is in there is magnesium glycinate, so remember, magnesium can't stand on its own. So it has to be paired with someone, something, I should say. So, for example, uh, one of my kiddos was not really having seemingly normal bowel movements. A little bit, a little bit congested down in the bowel area. Anyway, so uh, magnesium citrate, it is, it just helps move bowels a little bit better. Where magnesium glycinate is actually paired with glycine. Glycine is an amino acid that helps with um, relaxation. So it's one, it's very easy to absorb on the body. Glycine is just an amino acid. Magnesium glycinate is known for its calming properties. So it helps with like relaxation and sleep because glycine can increase GABA. And that's, again, what helps relax the mind and the body, potentially reduces stress and anxiety that can interfere with sleep. And so I'm like, well, this is this is wonderful. I love the magnesium glycinate. So I take it at night. Now then when you pair it, you're like, okay, well, what about the role of magnesium and vitamin D? Because that's another one in there. So when you look, they actually um, help with the function of that so um it was what was it Where was this published mm, 2018 journal of american osteopathic association published in march of 2018 but it talks about the role of magnesium and vitamin d activation and function so again they talk about how nutrients usually act in um co- a coordinated manner in the body so intestinal absorption and subsequent metabolism of a particular nutrient sometimes can be dependent on the availability. So magnesium and vitamin D are two essential nutrients that are necessary for physiological function for various organ systems. Ready for this? Magnesium assists activation of vitamin D, right? So magnesium actually so it helps regulate calcium and phosphorus homeostasis to influence the growth and maintenance of bones. Again, magnesium assists with the activation of vitamin D. And you're like, that's wonderful. We should kind of pair those together. And you're like, we did. It's called the essential pack. It's wonderful. Also, if you want to, you could look Greenwood Family Chiropractic at um, Greenwood Family Chiropractic. You can always stop in and see us or you can go to our website, which is just very simply greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. Now, um, the other aspect too is when you're looking at in a multivitamin as well as vitamin D, Vitamins A, D, E, and K, A, D, E, K, those are all fat-soluble vitamins. So they are actually absorbed more when taken with a fat, which is why vitamin D is often paired very well with a meal or more specifically a fish oil, an omega, right? Like, look at that good old fat coming in here. I'm like, I love it, right? Vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin, so it helps. So when you take that with a fish oil and the magnesium, vitamin D is going to be better absorbed. Now, that being said too, you have your multivitamin, your multivitamin, ADEK, again, taken with that. So those are often ones that are really helpful. Now, B vitamins. There's a little bit of controversial uh, opinions that come with B vitamins because B vitamins are supposed to give you energy. (sighs) Oh, here's the other thing too about why I take my multivitamin in the evenings. I, I typically always eat dinner. I don't usually fast for dinner. That's one that I'm home and it's time for me to spend with my kids. So I do know that there's a lot of research about how skipping dinner is wonderful, but that's my time with the kids. So maybe one day, but not not today. But oftentimes, like zinc or those things, if taken on an empty stomach, can make you feel kind of icky, upset, especially mineral-based ones. B vitamins, because it gives because of its energy. Boosting abilities uh, oftentimes people say the best time to take is after waking now that being said though like i um could I open up my pack of vitamins and take i could I could, but man listen i'm not I'm not going to also I have never some people are more sensitive. I drink coffee I like coffee I like good coffee I like black coffee um B vitamins have yet to ever give me more energy than what my cup of coffee has. You know, B vitamins are needed in cell cycles. They break down food to turn them into cellular energy, but it's not like popping a caffeine pill or having a big old cup of coffee before you go to bed. So I have not noticed any difference of taking the B vitamins in the evening. That being said, if someone does, I'll tell them to take that methylated delayed release B complex out and put it to the side and then just take it the next day um, with breakfast or lunch. Now, if that's one of the ones you're like, I, it gives me so much energy, I can't sleep. Like kudos to you, friend. That's just, honestly, just impressive <laughs> more than anything. <laughs> but for me, I don't notice a difference. But that's why I take all of them together. You know, oftentimes there's this thought process. Oh, and here's the other thing too. I, I don't actually know. Did I talk about vitamin D with sleep at night? So another research study, I don't even I think I missed the study altogether. Vitamin D at night, why take my vitamins at night? This was published in Journal of Nutrients. It was published in March of 2022. And it's that vitamin D supplement in sleep. It's a systemic review and a meta-analysis for intervention studies. But basically, it talks about how your vitamin D supplementation helps resolve problems in terms of sleep disorder and poor sleep quality. So they looked at all of these different um, meta-analysis in terms of pre- and post-study, one pre- and post-study, RCTs, um, which are randomized controlled trials. They um, talked about how they viewed the point through the Pittsburgh Sleep Quality Index. And what they found is that the conclusion is that your vitamin D supplementation is promising and improving sleep quality um, in general. So they like, take it a night. I'm like, well, that's cool. I didn't know that. I am taking it at night. But not because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so much better to take it at night. It's just because that's the best time for me. Now, that being said, I also have taken them during the day. Never have I ever said, gosh, magnesium has made me feel sleepy. Just like I've never said, vitamin D. Like, Generally, I feel better on a cellular level, but I can't say that the vitamins that I take have massively elicited just a massive amount of energy, nor have I ever really seen taking supplementation massively decreased that amount of energy. If people are more sensitive, you can move those around. But that is why I take them all together. That's why I take them at night. If you're an individual who said, I'm probably never going to take it at night. Maybe you are a shift worker, right? So you're in healthcare, hospital working, um, firefighters, police officers, and you're like, listen, at night, I might be on a run. I might be on a call. I might have a psych patient who's screaming at me in the ED. You know, and you're like, I don't really know what my day is going to look like. And you're like, that's fair. Then you're probably better off taking them in the morning. You know, I don't know. I Sometimes we get so caught up with like the nitpicky of like, when's the best time and when to take it. And there are probably a good, better, best scenarios for a lot of those things. And the same aspect, too, I'm like, well, if I don't take it at night and I'm going to take it in the morning, but I always forget in the morning and then I don't take it, is it better to not take them because I forgot because I think the time is better? Or if it's better for me to take it at night and maybe the B vitamins aren't necessarily as utilizable or whatever it is, you know? So for me, honestly, it just find a time that works best for you, and then more so utilize that time. Now when we return, is there a good, better, best when it comes to supplements? Are there some you should not be taking, and what inevitably should everyone be taking next?
0: You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. Hear full shows on the podcast link at freedom95.us.
1: Hey there, you're listening to Maximize Your Life. This is Dr. Leanne Schluter. Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, Chiropractic.com. That's GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today we're talking about vitamins, oral vitamins. Here's what's really awesome about that is that um, forever people are like, I don't buy into vitamins. And you're like, maybe you're right. I think the more that you learn about quality of vitamins, it really does make a difference. And that's, again, from an aspect of uh, good, better, best. There is most definitely... A good, better, best when it comes to vitamins. Let me give you an example. Um, We've kind of talked a little bit before about GMP or NSF certification, so I'm not going to dive down too terribly deep into that, but the New York State's Attorney General in about a couple years back had a class action lawsuit against Target, Walmart, Walgreens, and GNC. And you think like, Target makes a little bit more sense because it's like, Target, what do you do? And it's like, Target, what don't you do? Target has all of the things, right? Like you can buy a, a gingerbread house, a beach ball. You can get a plant, some outdoor furniture, skis, a basketball, some tea, right? Like you get it all there. Target has all the things. They're like, also you can get vitamins. You're Target, just do what you do good and do all the things, but don't do the vitamin thing. Like, that's just not, <laughs> it's not necessary. And so what happens is they don't really care. Like, why would they spend additional money to third-party test when in reality, you're gonna buy it either way because you're at Target buying all the things. But what they did is they looked at, for example, like inca biloba, and it was like gluten-free, dairy-free, nut-free, and people taking them, like, I don't really feel a difference. And you're like, uh, supplements are a waste. And you're like, maybe, but then they went in and tested it and they're like, hi, you know the active ingredient that's in there? So, say, like Ginkgo biloba. They're like, oh no, St. John's wort, there's zero in there. There's zero active ingredients that's on the label. Oh, and by the way, it is full of all of the common allergens and is no more than just your common house plant. So you're like, of course you didn't feel different gmp or nsf certification is basically a third-party accreditation that allows you to say hey guess what what is in my product is actually clean and it's in my product and you're like that's how it should be because there's so many mm, unknowns that come with it which is problematic too especially when you're like hi that unknown is um they only do one thing and that is vitamins and you're like yes now that being said I do believe that the class action lawsuit was to those specific brands. So you can go into stores and they might not carry just their brand. So you can look on the labeling for that GMP or NSF certification. Those are the ones that I would go to. Now, that being said, I'm not going to give myself, my husband, my kids vitamins that are not GMP or NSF certified. Why? I mean, we just talked before about lead and you're like, oh, well, what if it's, you know how do you know and you're like i don't know it's not third party tested it's just kind of like a hit or miss so that being said it is important to me that what i put in my body are the nutrients that are on the label i don't want more i don't want less oh for example like our multivitamin again third party tested and through quality control gmp certification they realize and i'm going to give this example but I, i don't remember if this is exactly what it or not um but they're like, oh gosh, you know, like our whatever, let's say it's a multivitamin, is ordered for like two months. I'm like, why? Tell me why. And there was one time a couple of years ago as they couldn't find a good quality source of vitamins, like of vitamin K, I think it was, which was fine. But by like month two, I'm like, just put it in there without, just no one's going to know. And you're like, you can't. The thing that you stand behind is exactly that. And you're like, okay. So then... Um, more recently, if, let's say it was like four milligrams of selenium. And for some reason, there was like 40 milligrams of selenium. Well, we're not going to put that out, right? Like that's what third-party testing is. And it's not just us being like, yep, looks good. All looks the same. So I just thought it was really interesting. So that is one from a good, better, best standpoint. I would say I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend if it's not most of the um, standard ones that you're gonna get, so like the one a days, or you I mean you can look right now. If your B12 says um, cyanocobalamin, throw it away. It's a derivative of cyanide on cobalamin. Methylcobalamin, though, on the other hand, that's methylated and that's really great. Here's. People will often, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, 317 893 2853. 317 893 Here is um, another thing to be cognizant of. Um, often people will say, Do I need labs? to be able to take a certain vitamin? And sometimes that answer is yes. For the average person, they're probably not going to be looking for functional nutritional deficiencies. That is something that we test with at our office. So you can test. I tell people test, don't guess. If you're not going to, the one vitamin that I would tell you to be on is likely a multivitamin. Why is that? It doesn't have an overabundance really of anything. And that's not a bad thing. It's doing a lot of little things. So trace minerals, selenium, manganese, um, molybdenum. Those are all really important trace minerals that we don't need in excess. But there's a little bit of A, D, E, K, all of the Bs, magnesium, vitamin D. So people are like, why do I have to take vitamin D if it's in my multivitamin? The standard multivitamin has 400 IUs of vitamin D. The average person, if they're taking 5,000, if we do blood tests and look at their vitamin D levels and they live in Indiana, they are likely deficient in vitamin D. It's good, it's just not enough. Now, that being said, if you're like, well, why don't I just take vitamin D? Then you're like, you only get one. You only get one. So I I would rather you take 40 different things and start slowly filling in those nutritional deficiencies those nutritional gaps then versus filling the deficiency of one and then ignoring all of the other ones at least a little bit more is going to get the body flowing and doing what it needs to though that being said one thing I feel like is noteworthy I was chatting with a patient more recently And he said, gosh, my daughter's just been really tired. So she's like five or six, daughter by the way. And I was like, okay. So, and he was like, well, tell me about your vitamins because they put us on a vitamin. And I'm like, okay, which one? And it was like, um, Flintstones. I'm like, hmm, okay. He's like, I just don't know. And I'm like, "That's, that's fair. Because not all vitamins are created equal. but And, and listen, I grew up on like Flintstone and Sunkiss. They did a great job at marketing. If you're an adult, you're going to be like, absolutely, I took those. And you know what? We're lucky we're alive. But uh, in 1999, the science, the Center for Science and Public Interest petitioned the FDA to require a label on products containing sorbitol. Um, sorbitol is a negative ingredient. Can take anywhere from... Ten to fifteen milligrams when consumed, children are affected even smaller amounts. So they're like, "Oh, it's not needed." But there's tons of uh, with sorbitol. There's um quite a bit of uh what's the like gastrointestinal issues. Um, just a lot of health-related issues linked to sorbitol: <laughs> diarrhea, bloating, abdominal pain. It's like people say, it's not safe to be consumed by children, but yet it's like a main ingredient. The other thing too that I think should never be in a kid's multivitamin. And it's like beautifully colored. So it has synthetic vitamins, number one. Number two, it has all of the dyes, which are known carcinogens. And it's like, why are you giving vitamins to kids? And you're like, to keep them healthy and strong, but also with the side effect of cancer. You're like, oof, that sounds rough. Um, And then the other thing, too, is that a lot of the um, multivitamins, people are baking them for a while. And you're like, what are all these heavy metals? But one of them is iron. Now, this is why it's important. Iron is um, iron and copper are two of the nutrient values that can cross the blood blood brain barrier and cause neurotoxicity. And so one of the aspects that this pediatrician told this child, who's again five or six, said she's probably iron deficient. Make sure you get a vitamin with, with iron. And I said, Well, did they run labs? Like, did they take blood? Because even for adults, I do not give them things with iron in it unless I know that there is an active deficiency. Why? Because it can cause neurotoxicity. It crosses the blood brain barrier. It is most common to see iron that is low or deficiencies in menstruating women. So once they start their menstrual cycle, so for the average person that may be 13 or 14 until they stop in their late 40s maybe early 50s, once they reap menopause, is pretty likely because on an active basis, they are losing blood. If you're a male or if you're of non-menstruating age, then that's one where I would not recommend taking iron unless you have labs. But they're like, oh, you're tired, iron deficient. Okay, well, if they're iron deficient, then why don't we give them more red meat? Why don't we hide a little bit more organs? That's what I do. Um, and to mine, I'm actually, I made a... Uh, Lasagna, quote unquote lasagna. It's with parts of palm noodle and, um, you know, add a bunch of really good, healthy, organic mozzarella cheese. And then when I made the, um, I made just like a mixture of ground beef. I hide in a little bit of, uh, organ meat. No, I'm not going to make it. It looks like just a, it looks like a brick of a one pound ground beef. Like there's no difference um it's liverwurst it's wonderful and you can't taste it even my husband can't taste it the best lasagna I ever make he's like this is the best and I'm like hmm I wonder why and in my brain I'm like because there's liverwurst in there um but I don't say that because then afterwards if I tell him he's like well, my belly hurts and it doesn't and he's just it's all on his head that's not important though That's not part of it um artificial coloring can lead to ADHD in kids it's like all of those ones and you're like man it's like with calcium and vitamin k and vitamin d and in that aspect, you're like, are you better off not taking it? And in my opinion, I shared with you before, I've got three kids. Someone said, take this synthetic Flintstone. I, I don't even, I haven't looked at sun kissing forever. But that's always the one that I took. I choked on it, by the way, almost died. Because um, I was sucking on it, also not cool. <laughs> but um, when you're like, what should you take versus the one that we have, from ex living greenwood family chiropractic where it is all methylated and it has fermented blends of fruits and vegetables in it like it's like you don't get that you either take synthetic or nothing i'm going to choose nothing for my children because i don't want to put the level of synthetic things uh vitamins and nutrients that cross the blood-brain barrier that can cause neurotoxicity i'm gonna pass And so there is one where you're like, here is this really poor quality. Oh, is my vitamin poor quality? I don't know. Is it in gummy form? Yes. Are you an adult? Yes. Then throw it away. Stop it. Get out of here. You're like, but it's always tastes so good. And you're like, gummies are so cool. And you're like, yes, if you were four. And even then, I question the quality of vitamins that you're consuming wrapped in a bunch of sugary gelatin syrup. Friends, you're an adult. Stop it. So in a good, better, best scenario, um, there are vitamins that I would tell you not to take. If you're on a plethora of them, we can always sit down and review. We can go over labs that allow you to see specifically what your body should be taking. Um, But in general, like look for GMP certification. If you ever have any questions, honestly, if you come in during office hours at our office at Greenwood Family Chiropractic, we have vitamins on hand that you can ask kind of recommendation you don't necessarily need labs. Sometimes we can base it off of symptoms. We can review what those labs would look like. But in general, if you're like, hi, my medical doctor or my PCP or my whoever put me on a ton of supplements, should I take all of them? There are some supplements that are seasons. Some are a lifetime. And for me, an example of a lifetime forever, if I only had one to take for the rest of my life, it needs to be a multivitamin. Basically a multivitamin, right? Simple. So if that's your big takeaway, come into the office and get a really good multivitamin. We have it. It's what I take. It's literally what my mom takes. It's what my mother-in-law takes. My sister-in-laws, plural. Um, I send out vitamins around the holiday times or if we have like birthday parties throughout the year. I'm always like, hey, vitamin stock, what do you need? And it's great. It really does make a difference. So anyways, you can always check us out, GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. We are or Greenwood Family Chiropractic. <laughs> we are located at the corner of 135 and Fairview. So it's south on Meridian, just south of County Line Road. So we're a very north Greenwood. Um, it's awesome to be able to sit down and educate you. It has been great to hear feedback of people from the radio. If you have questions, never hesitate to reach out. If there is a show topic we haven't touched base on, uh, info, I-N-F-O, at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. doing this for like almost 11 years now so I am always open for ideas, recommendations, feedback. I'd love to help serve you better. Come and visit us 317-893-2853 GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com I always look forward to next week but always remember that your power is on.